0: You are listening to the Christian Worship Center podcast. For more information about our church, please visit us at cwcstillwell.com. We hope you enjoy this message. I came to the church, I don't know how many times this week, and just a private altar and said, God, I got to have an answer. I got to know what you're saying. I got to know what your, what your will is, what you want us to know. And this is the word that I wrote down. That the Lord gave me and I couldn't write fast enough. It was coming so fast. He said, I am the Lord thy God. I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. I am the God that led Israel out of Egyptian bondage. I brought them across the Red Sea. I am the same God that caused confusion and derision to Pharaoh. I am in his army and caused them to be overthrown at the Red Sea. So do not be afraid or not be dismayed. Because my power and the host of heaven are causing chaos in the enemy's camp. They will now begin to expose themselves. And there will be nothing hidden that shall not be brought forth. So stand on my word. Hold fast to my promise. And you will see a victory. Because you will experience deliverance in your nation just as glorious as they did at the Red Sea. You shall know my power has rescued you. You shall inherit my glory cloud to overshadow you. And my fire of holiness to power and light up your life. And you shall walk in that glory and walk in that power. And you shall call forth healing forever disease. Deliverance for every captive Streak to all that are weak Loose all that are bound And you shall call life Out of ashes This and more Shall you do Because you chose To believe My word Above that that you were told have faith, my church. I am on the way. Come on, somebody ought to shout this place. Oh, mm, hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many's ready to fight now? Amen. Hallelujah. Our God is an awesome God. And he still speaks if we listen. Amen. He's speaking quietly right now. You have to listen close. You have to turn off everything else. You have to get along with him. I, I heard, uh, was, I, I think it was Brother Marilla say yesterday that God has to overpower you. And when God overpowers you, you can bring something that will overpower them. Come on. So there's where we're at right now. Is God is saying, I want to overpower you. I want my word to overpower your word. My thoughts to overpower your thoughts. My dream to overpower your dream. Mm-mm. And when we begin to be overpowered by God's dream, because he has a dream for America, he has a dream for this planet, he has a dream for everything that's going on. Amen. Amen. And when God starts speeding things up, guess what? It's time to speed up in God's time frame. Amen. Science has discovered that twenty twenty one will be a short year because the planet has sped up. Oh. <laughs> you say, Where's that in the Bible? I'll tell you where it's at. Jesus said the very elect will be deceived, except the time was shortened. Come on, that's where we're at. He's speeding up your day. That's why you don't have time for nothing. That's why you can't think and the day's gone. Because God is speeding up time so you can get it. Somebody ought to shout about that. So we're in acceleration mode in in planet Earth. He's speeding us up. And he's accelerating everything. That's why the enemy's... He don't know what to do. He don't know where to turn. He's at total confusion right now. He doesn't have a clue whether he's standing up, sitting down, or turning around. He don't know. Because this is where God has put him to turn him and confuse him where he exposes himself. The last card the devil always plays is exposure. It's not his best card, but it's the one he uses because that's the last one he's got. So guess what? That's exactly what's happening in our world right now is exposure is happening. Because that's the last card the devil's got. Okay, let's go to the hidden warrior. Amen. Judges chapter 6. Can you put that last verse up there, brother? I think it is uh, the one before that. The angel of the Lord appeared unto him. This is Gideon. Judges chapter 6 and verse 12. And said unto him, The Lord is with thee. Thou... Mighty man of valor, thou mighty warrior. <laughs> Woo, Gideon is the guy that was hiding in the pit, threshing wheat by the wine press. How many of us has done the wrong thing at the right or the right thing at the wrong place? <laughs> this is kind of what Gideon was doing, because you do not. You that know anything about Bible history or study, uh, when you are talking about a wine press, you don't thresh wheat in a pit. You thresh wheat on the side of a mountain where the wind can blow the chaff away, right? That's exactly, I mean, that's just the way it is. Because he said whose fan is in his hand, he's going to blow that chaff right out of the way. So when you're threshing wheat, you want to thresh it somewhere where the wind is blowing. Well, that wasn't possible in Gideon's day because every time they started threshing wheat, the enemy came for the harvest, right? And I remember, so hidden warrior has a harvest. The last time we talked about this, we talked about the hidden warrior has a cry. I'm going to finish up that this morning. And hopefully get to the second, the third point. <laughs> Who knows? And we talked about, how many remembers remember the video that I showed about the Portuguese lady praying her, her child back to life? And, and so anyway, we have, is there anyone in this building that's willing to cry out to God? How many has been crying lately? Because the hidden warrior has a cry. The hidden warrior has to have a, so today I will not be silent. I As a child of God, we'll cry out to the Lord for what's going on in my world. I won't cry out. I'm going to cry to God. We don't cry to the church. We don't cry to Facebook. We don't cry to Twitter. We don't cry to Instagram, Snapchat, any of those. We cry to where it's going to do good. And we cry to God. This is where the church has messed up because we are all fighting on social media about who's right, who's wrong, who's got it together and who ain't. Right? And we're all messed up because we're fighting against a publisher or a publication or a administration or whatever and all the time we're fighting each other because we're not crying out where it counts and that is to the throne room. David said it like this, Psalm 61. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for thou hast been a shelter unto me. He said, I will cry from the depths of the pit where I'm at. This is what this is what was happening with Gideon. He had a cry. He had a heart's cry. His cry was his people weren't getting a the harvest. They were getting a piece of it. They were getting all they could pack in the pit. But guess what? They had a harvest. The enemy was after it. The enemy's after your harvest right now. But guess what? You have a cry. Oh, you have a cry. So those that are not silent anymore, we have a church that will no longer be silent, but is willing to cry out. To a living God. I know that right now. There is an agenda against the children of God. There is an agenda against our unborn. There is an agenda against uh, the family. There is an agenda against the church. But guess what? I will lift my eyes unto the hills. From which cometh my help. My help doesn't come from Washington. My help doesn't come from United Nations. My help doesn't come from the who. My help comes from the Lord. Who made heaven and earth. So right now there's agenda against our children, against our children's children. It seems like the gates of hell has been unleashed to captivate, to destroy. And not only this generation, but the next generation. But I'm here to say something to you this morning. uh, That the next generation uh, will be powerful. Because this generation is going to cry out to the Lamb of God. uh, That takes away the sins of the world. So we can't do comfortable Be comfortable or complacent. We can't do complacent religion anymore. It doesn't work. Amen. Church as we know it is not together anymore. It's left the building. Amen. We had the form. It didn't work for us. We had it for years. And we saw people pray. And we saw people get saved. But we didn't see a lot of change. Right? Right? God is saying, I'm tired of the norm. I'm going to bust this old wineskin open. And it ain't going to work anymore. You can bring it. You can bring your wineskin to church, but you ain't going to get it filled because he don't, he don't put wine in nothing that pours out fast as he puts it in. And this is the way that the church has been. Come on, y'all know. I ain't, I ain't talking to people that are ignorant and crazy here. I'm talking about people that have experienced just as fast as you get it on Sunday night, you Monday morning, you are empty. Come on, that old devil just takes you down and whips your You know, whips you all over the place. <laughs> you you understand what I'm saying? He does. He gets us down. He whips us. He he punishes us. He you are not to go to that church anymore because you didn't get look at you. You thought you was a Christian. You thought you saved. You thought you was born again. You thought you was blood-bought. But guess what, devil? You're about to have a church that is about to rise up. That no weapon that is formed against them will prosper. They will walk over you. They will tread on you. They will, them and their children, will conquer you. Come on. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, I can't come to Sunday. Can't even come to Sunday so you can hear a message to make me feel like I'm a winner. Come on. Your best life now ain't going to work for you. I'm not being mean or hateful here. I'm just telling you, happy to be it's Friday ain't working. It's not going to work for us today. Because you understand, we need a supernatural Overflow of something that is more, more powerful than us. Something that will take us through not only one day, but the whole week. Oh, so the same old thing won't work. So we must go beyond feelings. We must go beyond us getting to feel good. We must receive heaven's inspiration and impartation. We must. We want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And not just for you to feel good, but for you to fill the earth with the glory of God. Everywhere you step becomes a river. Everywhere you speak becomes an overflow. Come on, somebody that's in overflow is not worried about who they're touching. Well, I don't want my religion to touch that guy because I don't like him. I don't want my religion to touch my... My sister, cause she looked at me funny. I don't really, right? But you're in overflow. You don't care who it hits, cause you're living in overflow. Come on, you got barely enough religion. You probably like that, cause you don't want to waste any. Cause you need. Oh, but the the cry that I'm talking about is the sons and daughters of God is needing to arise. You understand why we're having so many earthquakes and why so many crazy volcanoes are erupting, every, trying to erupt and trying to, we're having shakings. They can't even explain. They don't even know where they're coming from. The earth right now is a whole seismic activity. I mean, at all times, anytime, look at it. You can look at it. Go look at the plan they got on, on Google. Google, do your Google due diligence and look it up. And you can find the seismic activity is daily, hourly. Come come on. You know why that earth is groaning and crying? Because it's waiting on the release of the sons and daughters of God. And the sons and daughters of God is waiting on some something. Come on. Well, when I get the power, boy, when that Holy Ghost falls on me, I'm really gonna be a powerhouse. What's happening? Why is it not falling? You know why it's not falling? Because we ain't crying. You know why it ain't happening? Because we ain't crying out to God and saying, God, deliver me from my mess. Deliver me from my way of thinking. Get into my brain and start thinking for me so that every time I go out, I don't just speak death. I speak life. I don't speak what I see. I speak what he sees. Ooh, hallelujah. So I'm talking to me this morning. I'm preaching, but it's to me mostly. So the Israelites failed. And why wouldn't God listen to people that disobeyed what he told them to do? Why would he listen to them? You know why? Because just like we heard earlier in the service, he don't care what you fail, just so you cry. He said a repentant heart, he would not, a broken and contrite spirit, he would not turn away. Come on, it's time for the church to broke instead of woke. We got all this woke going on. We need a broke. <laughs> we need a break in his presence. Break in his presence. You know what? People make fun of the song we just sang a while ago. God's not reckless. I'm telling you, you've been to some of the places I would have been. You would have thought he's a reckless because he broke some stuff. He's like a bull in a china shop. In my life, because my, all my important stuff, he stepped on. Come on, don't tell me God don't do no breaking. day the gone. Because when they put God beside of him, it become a broke mess. They came in and tried to set it back up. And I just see the ark of God saying, uh, oh, mistake, mistake, mistake. The ark of God didn't fuss with him, didn't aggravate, didn't, didn't go down there. I'm going to knock it out on you today. The ark of God never moved. The ark of God became the ark of God. Do you get the picture? God don't want you to go slam the Bible over the head. He wants you to be light. And when light comes in, darkness leaves. Come on, you don't have to fight with it. You don't have to war with it. When light comes on, when you flip that switch back there, light happens and darkness goes. You know why? Because it's light. And darkness does not stop light. What's wrong with the church, man? I know I'm not gonna get anywhere near through this morning. I had a video I really wanted to show y'all. It being Super Bowl Sunday and all, we have to wait till next Sunday. Oh, do you understand? They failed to cry out, but all of a sudden God shows up when they cry. And he begins to turn things around. He starts out with the guy that is in the pit. And he says, let me talk to the guy that's doing business here. We don't find anybody else was threshing wheat in the the pit besides Gideon. Come on, it doesn't say there was a crowd down there threshing with him. He said that's what he was doing in the pit. Some of y'all have been alone in this pit. You feel like that you're about to. To feel like you've been working and you've been freshing and you've been, oh man, don't anybody care? Does not anybody get it? It's not, but you know what? God's saying there are more crying today than what you think. There are more weeping today. Matter of fact, these people were hiding in caves. They Why would God not, why would God show up? Uh, why? Why? It's just like she played earlier in that little clip. Why did God show up? Because his kid called. So when his kid called, there's no wall he won't tear down, kick down. No lie he won't tear down coming after that kid because that's his kid. This is why we feel the power and we feel the anointing. We know something's happening. We may not see it, but we feel Him coming. We know He's on His way. We feel the effects of what is happening in our world today. Something is shaking. Something is moving. When you come to church, you feel the stirring in the atmosphere while the music's going on. You feel it while the singing's going on. You feel it while the prayer's going on. Come on, somebody. You feel it because you know something is stirring. Whoo! Because even when your children do wrong, even when your children are broken, even when they, when they may not be in alignment with you, uh, the way you raised them, but what pertains to the values at the end of the day is when they cry out, they are my kids. When they cry out, they are your kids. When they need help, it doesn't matter what happened the day before. It doesn't matter what happened two weeks ago. It don't matter. When they cry out, guess what? Daddy's going to come. Mama's going to come. Victory's going to come on, somebody. When God is calling out to you, when you're calling out to God, guess what? He's going to come. So when, when they cry out, they're still your kids. That's why God showed up. He's not only your Lord. He's not only your Savior. He's not only your Deliverer, but He's your Father. I don't care how bad you have been, how disgusted you are. The moment you cry out, he will respond. Because just like the prodigal son that came back home nasty and dirty and full of excuses. The father did not even listen to his spiel. Come on. What, did, what was his spiel? Y'all Remember? I'm no more worthy to be your son. I'm no more just let me hang out in the servants' quarters. The father never even acknowledged God, come, on. God don't want your pity party. Leave that in the home pen cause when you start home, he says that's my kid, and he didn't even let him get home. He runs to meet him while he's still on the way home and he says, Oh oh, no, 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 don't worry about that. Don't worry about your shape. Don't worry. Come on, y'all bring some shoes out here. Y'all bring some robe out here. Bring a ring out here. Y'all bring it, bring it, bring it, because when he gets home, he's gonna be different than he was when he left. Hallelujah, I'm regenerating him. I'm re-empowering him. I'm re-clothing him. I'm re-anointing him. I am re clothing him i am re him i do not care what it was, but this my son was lost and now he is found. Somebody ought to shout. Hallelujah. Whew. So, So instead of the mess you're covered with, he don't see it. He sees his purpose for you. Come on, he's not seeing how much bigger mess you made, how messed up you are. He's seeing how purpose, "Mm, my purpose is still working. He come home. You know, we want to have a council session. (laughs) Come on, we're still pride-ish, even though we're, I want to work this thing out. Don't give me something for nothing. I'm preaching better than y'all shouting. Come on. Let me just be a servant. Let me sit out there, Lord, before you call me in. Because You know what my friends are going to say if you put me back in sonship? You know what they're going to Yeah, he's a small brat. It's a pride issue. Let me sit out in the first servant court because I need to work this thing out. I messed up, God. I don't deserve to preach. I messed up. Just let me sit out here for maybe a year or two, and I'll be good. Come on, you pride acting crazy person. Get over yourself. Because God, when he wraps you up, he cleans you up. He said, don't you mess with this one. This one's perfect. This one's just like him. You better watch your mouth. You holy critics. Come. Because when God cleans them up, He cleans them up. There's Come on, y'all gotta set out a little bit. Let's set out. Get this right. Oh shit, y'all you think you can do better now? You sit out for an hour or two hours. Come. God's not about that. He brought that boy right on back in to the house and said, we're killing the of calf. And the older brother sat up there and said, really now? Really? I've been doing this for 30 years while he's been down there on the backside of nowhere doing who knows what and acting like a hoodlum. And this crazy cat comes home and you throw a party? Come, come on, you older brothers and sisters. Ah, we got to get over ourselves too, because God's about to do a new thing. He's about to bring some craziness into the church, and you're going to be all mad because they got more anointing than you ever had, because you've been enjoying it, and you've been sitting on it, and you wouldn't do nothing with it, and here comes this little jerk out of jerk town and comes in here and gets anointed with healing and lays hands on the sick and they recover and you sitting up here why did it happen for me? I've been in here 40 years doing your work Lord. That's the problem. You are doing His work. He wants you to get the work in Him. His work in you. Amen. We're not human doings. We're human beings. Be Christ to the world. Be His authority. You're not His hands. You are Christ to the world. Oh, I know I just messed up 40 years of theology. We'll teach that later. But you're not His hands. Come on. He called you to be Christ. You're my hands, my feet, and my heart. Hmm. I think that's where we got it wrong. Is we just thought we was a piece of the body. And I know technically we are. But come on. What did he say? That the Holy Spirit dwells in you. And the, because of the fullness of the Godhead that dwelt in him. When the Holy Spirit comes, he don't just bring you Holy Spirit. He brings you Father, Son, and Holy Come on, you don't just get. We got this little thing. We think we get a junior spirit. There is no junior Holy Spirit. There is Holy Spirit, and with him comes the fullness of the Godhead. Because the Holy Spirit, when he came on Christ, he brought him the fullness of the Godhead. So Jesus, when he was here, operated in the power of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come on, y'all. Because he said, in him was the fullness that dwelleth the fullness who fulfill all in all. Christ had it all. He didn't have a piece. Peace. Come on. Oh, it's after 12. I got to quit. But you understand what I'm saying. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and eight thirteen. Here it is. The preaching of the cross is foolishness to them that are lost. But to us that are saved, it is the power of God. Come on, it makes no sense. We're headed for destruction. Those who are headed for destruction. Because we're being saved, we know it's the very power of God. It makes no sense that out of Matthew chapter 20 and verse 16, he says the last will be first and the first will be last. That don't make no sense to us, right? But we're seeing it come to pass. Jesus was in all points like us. But yet he had the fullness of the Godhead. Why how do you think you're going to get by with any less than the fullness? Romans chapter four and verse thirteen. It is better to serve than to be served. That makes some sense. Let's cry out this morning for our church, for our nation. Warriors cry. Come on, we 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 have to have a cry. We're a warrior. And the worshiper's cry and the warrior's cry will never be ignored. Psalms 34 and 6. This poor man cried unto the Lord. And the Lord heard him and delivered him out of all his troubles. The hidden warrior has a harvest. The hidden warrior has a cry. But not only did the hidden warrior have a cry, he had a prophetic encounter. That's number three. I would like to say it like the coach did, and remember the Titans. But I'm going to let you hear it from him, and then I'm going to interpret it. Y'all got it? Y'all ready? Because this is our prophetic encounter this morning. This is what the Lord wants us wants to tell us. Brother Matt, you ready? Come back to the PM. Defense on me. Hey, Pete, don't you drift to the strong side? Of course, they're calling a the holding penalty. Every time. Did I ask for your excuses? You want to act like a star? You better give me a star effort. Do you hear me? Forget about him, Alan. You're in. Come on. All right. No, I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night, and if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm gonna take every last one of you out. You make sure Come on remember forever the night they played the Titans. Christian Worship Center, I want to tell you, you blitz all night. I want the enemy to remember the day he messed with CWC. Never forget it. Ne- Come on, y'all. Never forget the day that he messed with us. I, won't, I don't want him to ever forget. So we're going to blitz all night. We're going to make him wish he'd have never messed with Adair County. Y'all got me? I love the way that comes. Never forget the night they played us. I don't ever want the devil to forget. <laughs> I don't want hell to forget. This is our prophetic encounter. Is we're going to make the devil pay. Come on, church. I know. I know you're going to want to sit out some of the time. But you don't want God to take you off of the team. Come on. I want to give it my best effort and my best shot. Are y'all with me? I want us to stand and I want us to roar out of here this evening, this morning. Yeah, it's afternoon, close enough. And they're going to they're gonna play us out of here. But I want you, on the count of three, I want you to roar like you've never roared. Let's make the devil not ever forget the day he messed with us. Come on. One, two, three. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. We glorify your name, Lord. We praise you this morning. Hallelujah. If you're here, you want to pray this morning. These altars are open. They're going to sing again. But let me tell you something this morning. Don't forget to cry out to God. You've got to let him hear your cry. The warrior has a harvest. The warrior has a cry. And the next thing is the warrior's going to get a prophetic encounter.